Welcome to the Covenant Life Center podcast. We're so thankful that you chose to listen to this message. To get more connected with us, you can look us up on all social media at CLC Victoria and download our app. Now, here's this week's message. Tonight, I will be speaking on change is necessary. So, uh, Pastor Bobby, he asked me about a month ago, hey, Jesse, would you mind speaking whenever we're gone? And I was like, uh, it took me like a while to say yes, because this is not my forte. I normally do not do this. So I was like, okay, yes, I'll do it. And he's like, well, and I want you to talk about change. And I was like, okay, I take it back. I don't want to speak anymore because there's, if there's anyone that does not like change, it's me. In fact, I would say I detest change. I am a planner. For those of you that know me, I am a planner. I have step A, B, C, and D. It runs in my blood. You can ask my sisters. We are all like this. We have a plan from A to Z. And if something messes up around plan C, D, or whatever, I kind of get a little frazzled if my plan does not work out how I had it in my mind to work it out. So I was like, are you sure you want me to talk about change? Because I'm not so sure I can talk about this. But... I, when I began to pray and think and study for this message, I learned things myself through this and how God sees change and how God wants us to view change as well. Um, it is no secret that change can be hard. Change is not always fun. And change sometimes comes in slow increments. You have slow moments of change, but then other times change comes really fast and you almost don't have time to catch your breath. Have any of y'all ever experienced either one of those changes? That change sometimes comes slow and then sometimes change comes really fast. So I'm going to kind of talk about those. But also in change, change also, change always holds a level of pain. Whether it is a relationship, if you've been in a relationship and then you're, and then you get out of a relationship, that has pain. Uh, If your job, if you are at a job for a while and then you get a new job, uh, that can cause some pain as well. You're leaving relationships, you're leaving a job that you know and you're starting a new one where you may not know other people. That's change as well and that can be painful sometimes. There are different levels of pain in, in every change, even from working out to getting fit. I don't know about you, I am not on the bandwagon of health at the moment, but when I get back on the bandwagon of health, I always know I'm sore for literally like the first month that I'm going to the gym. So there's pain involved in that. It's a good pain, but I'm still in pain because I wasn't used to working out. So in any change, there's going to be a level of pain involved. Does that make sense? So I've already started about it. I'm going to keep on diving in. So tonight we are going to compare two people and how their responses to change changed their outcome. So my first point is your response to change changes everything. And I never really looked at change this way. I never really looked at these different uh, stories that I'm telling you. I never looked at them from the view of change. So like I said, I'm going to compare two people tonight. They're actually both found in the book of Genesis. The first one, I'm going to start with the good, I'm going to start with the good story first. So we're going to start with a good one and it, it is Abram. You may know Abram. You may know Abram as Abraham. Abram's story is very long. It takes up several chapters in Genesis. And um, and so his whole story, if I were to say his whole story, we'd be here all night because his story has tons of details, 
has tons of good stuff, but I'm just going to read the beginning of his story. So if you hear me say Abram or Abraham, I'm talking about the same person because God changed his name in the middle of his story. But so I'm going to read out of Genesis 12, 1 through 3. We're not going to have it up on the screens, but if you want to read along with me, pull out your Bibles, pull out your phones. It's all good. If you want to read along, if not, just listen to me. So again, we are on the story of Abram found in Genesis 12, 1 through 3. So the Lord said to Abram, leave your country, your people, and your father's household and go to the land I will show you. I will show you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. And then verse four says, so Abram left as the Lord had told him. So I don't know if you caught the beginning of his story. The Lord tells him, leave your country, leave your people and your father's household and go to a land I will show you. From this, I take it that Abram didn't even know which land God was calling him to yet. He was kind of walking blindly. He didn't know yet where he was going. But that's a lot of change in a moment to make all of the sudden, right? You're leaving your country, your people, and your father's household. I picture that in today's time. Like if Jesus woke me up in the middle of the night, was like, hey, Jess, okay, wake up get in the car and just drive. You're leaving everything behind. You're leaving your family. You're leaving everything behind. Just get in the car and drive. I think I say, Jesus, I think you got the wrong person. I am the person to do that because that is a big change. That's a big mon monumental change to happen in a moment. But Abram likes to do what I call listen and obey. I tell my children that pretty often when they come back and ask me, okay, how do we do this? listen and obey. I told you the first time, now you listen and now you go and do it. That's what I call that Abram just did. He listened and obeyed. Verse 4 said, Abram left as the Lord had told him, even though that was a big move. Can you imagine the fear, the anxiety, the pain that was going to come through this change of going to leaving everything behind and going somewhere new? Can you imagine the pain involved in that? And in those days, they didn't have the cell phones. They didn't have the cars. They didn't have what we have today. So literally, he was leaving everything behind that he knew. But he knew the goodness and the faithfulness of God would far outweigh the pain that was going to come through the change. And so I now I'm, so that is Abram. And now I'm going to talk about another story that has a little bit of a different outcome. I'm going to talk about Lot. You may, Lot, uh, you may know the, the story of Lot, but I'm just going to kind of give you a little recap real quick. So again, this is found in Genesis. Lot lived in the town or in the city of Sodom. And you may know of Sodom and Gomorrah in the Old Testament. If you don't, I'll give you a little um, sneak peek of that. So Sodom was a city that was overrun with sin. It was, they were doing, I, I mean, I don't know, I can't really say everything that they were doing. If you're interested, go read chapter 19. Uh, but they were, for those of you that know, they were just overrun with sin. They were doing a lot of unmentionable things, horrible, horrible things. So God saw, he was like, you know what? I don't want the sin that this city possesses right now to spread out to the rest of the world or to the rest of my people. So I'm going to destroy those cities, Sodom and Gomorrah. Lot lived in Sodom. But God found favor upon Lot and his family. So God sent two angels to go to Lot and tell them, hey, this is what's happening. God's about to destroy these towns, get out of the cities, save, save you and your family, get out. Because God found favor upon him. So this is where I'm going to start reading. 
Genesis 19 and verse 15. So verse 15 says, When morning dawned, the angels urged Lot to hurry, saying, Get up, take your wife and two daughters who are here and go, or you will be swept away in the punishment of the city. But Lot hesitated and lingered. The angels took hold of his hand and the hand of his wife and the hands of his two daughters, because the Lord was merciful to him. And they brought him out and left him outside the city with his family. When they had brought them outside, one of the angels said, Escape for your life. Do not look behind you or stop anywhere in the entire valley. Escape to the mountains or you will be consumed and swept away. So I'm going to pause before I continue reading. There is a very specific direction that the angels gave to, to Lot and his family, saying, Escape for your life. Do not look behind you or stop anywhere in the entire valley. So I just want to pause, point that out, and I'll continue. So I'm going to continue on to, I'm going to skip some verses and go down to verse 23. The sun had risen over the earth when Lot came to Zor. Then the Lord rained down brimstone, flaming sulfur, and fire on Sodom and on Gomorrah from the Lord out of heaven. And he overthrew, demolished, and did those cities. And the entire valley and all the inhabitants of the cities and whatever grew on the ground, like God wanted to, God wanted to destroy the roots up because he didn't want this, any of these things getting anywhere else. But Lot's wife, from behind him, foolishly and longingly looked back toward Sodom in an act of disobedience, and she became a pillar of salt. So I'm not saying if you disobey God, you're going to turn into a pillar of salt, but I think God wanted to show us, and I believe God, God drew me to these two stories, because if you notice, they're kind of identical. Abram and Lot and his family were given the same deck of cards, if you will. They were both said to get up and leave in a moment's time. They probably didn't have much preparation time. They probably didn't have a whole lot of time to get everything together and to move and then obey God. They were given the same instructions in a moment's time. And they had to choose what to do with it. So my second point is how you handle change can bring either a blessing or a disappointment. How you handle the change that comes to your life changes in every area of life we can't get away from it i don't like it but i can't get away from it so change is going to happen in every area of life like i've already said from from small areas if you will to the big giant areas of your life change is going to happen but how you handle change can bring either a blessing or a disappointment if you look at abram's life after what i read you earlier you see that his life is blessed he is, he is not perfect, but his life is still blessed. He, his life changed quite a bit. God blessed his life. His wife was barren, and God blessed them with a miraculous child. Again, he was not perfect, but he trusted God through the change. He trusted God. If you read on about Lot and his family, obviously his wife uh, did not make it. So him and his daughters, they ran, they hid, they lived in caves for a while. I don't know about you, but that's far, that, that's far from, from a blessed life, in my opinion. And then the daughters, they decided that they wanted their bloodline to live on while the only man around was their father. So incest began to take place. Uh, I, again, I don't know about you, but that does not sound like a blessed life to me. Um, Abram, because he trusted God through the change, his life was blessed. A lot and his family did not trust God through the change, and their life was, was the opposite. Abraham knew the blessings and the faithfulness of God far outweighed the pain and the fear in the midst of the change. 
now I'm just going to say I am not where I'm at. I am not where I want to be in 10 years. I'm in my 20s. I'm married. I have kids. I have an amazing life. I have an amazing family and uh, extended. And I mean, I just, I, I have a great life. But I am not where I, where I want to be in 10 years. As I was preparing for this, I felt God kind of be like, okay, dream. Think about what you, where you want to be in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. Think about where you want to be, where you want your family to be. And I began to, to, to dream and to vision of, okay, what, what are my husband and I going to do? What are my kids going to be doing? What am I going to be like personally? Where am I going to be at spiritually? And I began to realize I'm never going to get there because I got some big dreams. There's some big plans that I'm just, I'm excited for, but I'm never going to get there unless I begin to change now. I'm never going to get there without change. Change is not only necessary, but change is inevitable. You cannot avoid change. Change, like I've, I've mentioned several times tonight already, change comes in all areas of life. And it is how you view change. It is how you handle change that determines the outcome of that change. And um, my goal for tonight is to have y'all out in... I, I want I want a short I, I wanted to give y'all a short message tonight. So I'm probably gonna have Matt head, have a head on up here in just a little bit. Um, so uh, I didn't know he was gonna play the whole time for me. That was very nice. And then I was like, oh, you got off, and I was almost ready to. I'll be closing in a little bit, just FYI. So, uh, but anyway, I uh, like I was saying, I, I wanted to give y'all a short message tonight. I know our sermon. Um, I know our summer evenings are uh, coming to an end shortly. In about three weeks, we go back to school. And so I know summer evenings, they are precious, and I wanted to give you all a short evening. But I'll, so I'm going to go on just a little bit longer, and then, and then I'll be closing. Um, so what I was going to say is um, trusting God with the change will never leave you disappointed. Lot and his family, they couldn't quite figure out, I guess, how to trust God with it. I'm not saying it's an easy process. I'm not saying it is. Like, yeah, I'm not saying it's an easy process to trust God always, but always it is worth it. It is worth it to trust God through the change. It is worth it to trust God through the winds and through the waves of life. Because change often brings, at least for me, I kind of feel like I get a little tipsy-turvy during change times because I just, I just don't like change. And I know I'm not the only one. I kind of feel like it can, it can knock me off my rocker, so to speak, sometimes whenever, whenever I have change coming at me. But I really feel like God told me and he confirmed in me that it's not always the change, but it's how you respond to the change that is going to determine the outcome. And so I want to encourage you tonight that trusting in God and tr trusting God with the change will never leave you disappointed. Our mission here at Covenant Life Center is to help our world live, give, and love like Jesus. If our ministry has impacted you in any way, we would love for you to email us at info at clcvictoria.org. You can get connected with us through our social media at CLC Victoria and download our app.
Our mission here at Covenant Life Center is to help our world live, give, and love like Jesus. If our ministry has impacted you in any way, we would love for you to email us at info at clcvictoria.org. You can get connected with us through our social media at CLC Victoria and download our app.